What's happening, weirdos? What is happening indeed? This is a great... I love this episode. One of my faves. Yeah. I'm all wound up. Yeah. As you can tell. You're all jacked. I'm jacked. We we get into it. Let's get to it as fast as possible, as we always say. Uh, We have a live We Made It Weird on November 22nd at Largo. Your brother's birthday. Shout out, John. Shout out to Johnny Holmes. Uh, And then 12... uh, December 14th is the next Living at Largo stand-up show. The last one was awesome. Thank you to everyone who came out. So, 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 so fun. So both tickets of those are Largo-LA.com. Hope to see you out. Uh, and in, if you'd like to support this always free podcast, it means a lot to us. Try a Pete's Pick. As you know, I only use advertisers that I absolutely was using and loving and reached out and was like, let's let's get a promo code to the weirdos. That's how it works. That's why they're called Pete's Picks. So first and foremost, right out the gate is Ritual Multivitamin. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something we take every day. And Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin is formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. That's super key for me. So many vitamins you take and it turns your pee like neon yellow and you know you're just peeing it all out. That does not happen with Ritual because it has a delayed uh, a delayed release. It doesn't break down until it's in your lower intestine, which is when these nutrients and these vitamins can actually be absorbed. So it is a completely different uh, experience in my case. Uh, and also, if you do intermittent fasting, which I do, because it has a delayed breakdown, you can take them on an empty stomach, which is a huge game changer. I've taken a multivitamin on an empty stomach in the past, and it made me yak. That's 100% true. With Ritual, it's not breaking down until later, which is so cool. What you won't find is sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers, and artificial colorants, plus the fresh minty taste, and as I mentioned, the delayed release capsule design make taking your vitamins super, super easy. A multivitamin should contain key nutrients and forms your body can actually use to help you fill the gaps in your diet. For me, as a mostly vegan, uh, I don't want shady extras, but I also need things like B12. It's hard to get B12 if you don't eat meat. It's also, we all need a lot of vitamin D3, of course, for immunity health. And Ritual's delayed release capsule delivers those right into you in two daily pills. Those and a lot more. And you'll always know what those a lot more nutrients, uh, where they come from. Uh, And thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. Now available for women, men, and teens, Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support the different stages of life. And they're delivered to your door every month with free shipping always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. I love their website. I've had to snooze once or twice, and it was so, so easy. And if you don't love Ritual, within your first month, they'll refund your first order. So get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering weirdos 10% off during your first three months. So that's 10% off three times for three months. I love it. Go to ritual.com slash weird to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash weird and show your support of this podcast. Uh, Secondly, speaking of things we put into our bodies, I am obsessed with Olipop. You've heard Val and I talking about Olipop. I uh, love soda, but of course, as a health conscious person, I haven't had it in decades. But now... Those sodas that I miss, uh, you know, I'm doing Smallwood. Whenever I'm on a bowling alley, in a bowling set in this case, I always miss 
grape soda. I told that story last time with Val. For some reason, I always drank grape soda when I was at the bowling alley when I was a kid at a birthday party or whatever. But of course, I haven't had that in a long time. But boom, Olipop to the rescue, a new kind of soda and the best tasting grape soda I've, I think I've ever had. It's incredible. And it has none of the crap. None of the crap. Not only does it have none of the crap, like aspartame or huge amounts of cane sugar, anything like that. It tastes incredible. We're, it doesn't have any cane sugar, by the way. It is incredible. It's not like, uh, you know, the, the sparkling water craze. These are sodas. These are dark. Like the, the meaning the grape soda is purple. They have vintage cola. They have classic root beer. They have orange squeeze. They have cherry vanilla, strawberry vanilla, and my favorite, classic grape. Not only do they not have bad things in them, they have good things in them. That's pro uh, prebiotics, excuse me, prebiotics, which is what feeds probiotics. So taking probiotics without prebiotics is really silly. So you have to take prebiotics to feed the good flora in your gut. Plant fiber, uh, of course, you don't notice that. It's smooth. That's because it's soluble fiber. And botanicals, all to support your microbiome and benefit digestive health. 90% of Americans are consuming way more than the USDA's daily recommended added sugar intake, which is 30 uh, grams. And sweetened beverages like soda. I mean, Coca-Cola, we're looking at 39 grams of sugar. They're incredible cola. They're uh, classic vintage cola flavor. That only has, let me, I want two, well, they all have two to five grams, and the cola only has two grams. Two grams! You gotta taste it. It's incredible. Their orange squeeze has five grams as compared to Orange Fanta, which has 44 grams. But the best thing in the, in the headline here, this non-GMO, vegan, paleo, and keto-friendly drink tastes incredible. It has the fiber at as eight grams net carbs per can, and they're so confident that you will love their product, they offer a 100% money-back guarantee for orders placed through the website. I, for real, love this. We swear by it. I just had one. I'm not saying that. It's not written out in the copy to say I just had one. I came home. I consider it my little treat, even though they only have, like, it's like 45 calories. And as I said, it's, it's sweetened with things uh, like juice that I, I, I'm always reading the label to make sure because it tastes like it has sugar. It doesn't. It's incredible. I love it. It doesn't, it doesn't have cane sugar. It's sweetened with fruit juice. And I worked out a special deal for weirdos. Receive 20% off plus free shipping on your order. I recommend the variety pack. It's a great way to try all the flavors. Go to drinkolipop.com slash weird or use code weird at checkout to claim the deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-O-L-I-P-O-P dot com slash weird. You can also get them in over 6,000 stores across the country, including Kroger, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and Wegmans. Show your support of the pod and get some of that vintage cola or grape taste back in your life or any of the flavors that sounded good. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Last but not least, it's a happy day here in the Holmes Cheney House because our package from Everlane showed up. And this is this is not written out. This is true. When the clothes from Everlane show up, Everlane is the best and most ethical and most wonderful and easiest to use online clothing uh, and style brand that we've ever found. And we just opened up our Everlane box. We took out unbelievable Great fitting, great looking sweaters. Val was like, you have to wear that on stage. You have to wear that on our date night. And their new denim. Well, they're, they're new to me. I hadn't tried their denim. I love denim. 
I love classic indigo blue. I like dark denim. I like uh, skinny denim. I like looser denim. I like how versatile it is. I like how you feel free and adventurous in it. And Everlane's four-way stretch denim is made from premium organic cotton in some of the world's most sustainable factories. We all love denim, but the pesticides, pollution, and waste that go into making it, not so much. That's why I love that Everlane uses sustainable factories, and I love that it's tough enough to handle becoming a part of your everyday uniform, guaranteed. Meaning Everlane is all about making those pieces that look great and are sustainable and last, that you can wear them all the time. Dress them up or dress them down. And that is absolutely how I feel about all of their items. You can wear it on a date night, you could wear it to a TV taping, or you can just wear it around the house because it feels that good. The four-way stretch denim is no exception, gives you confidence and motion, feels great, looks great with everything, and is durable enough to handle everyday wear, which is honestly how I wear denim. I love wearing it for the entire week, sometimes the entire month. Four styles, four washes, nothing but damn good denim. Their four-way stretch offers a comfortable fit and freedom to move with confidence. Uniform 365-day guarantee means Everlane is so confident in their uniform collection that in the unlikely event that your jeans get a hole or a tear, don't sweat it, they will gladly replace them with a new pair. And starting at just 88 bucks, premium organic denim minus the luxury markup. That's a great price for organic, premium, well-styled, well-fit, perfectly dyed, all the good stuff. 88 bucks is a great price. Denim can be a dirty business. That's why Everlane does things differently. Cleaner fabrics. Everlane uses the organic, which is better for the planet and safer for the workers. Cleaner factories. Their denim their factory recycles 98% of their water, keeps byproducts out of the environment, and uses renewable energy and air drying to reduce CO2 emissions by 80%. It's incredible. And a cleaner impact. Everlane is one of the first companies to make denim that fits great and doesn't dirty the planet. That's pretty cool. So sign up today at everlane.com slash weird for 10% off your first order plus free shipping and get easy returns within 30 days of your ship date. That's 10% off for weirdos for your first order when you sign up at everlane.com slash weird. Check out all their stuff. The sweaters I just bought are incredible. I'll be telling you more about that, I'm sure, in the future. All right, guys. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for listening to the show. Uh, Val didn't say the weirds. You want to say weird, weird, weird for the... Weird. 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 Very nice. <laughs> and uh, let's let's get into it. Hope to see you on November 22nd or December 14th at Largo. In the meantime, enjoy We Made It Weird number 61. Get into it. We're both getting in podcast mode. I know. That was like the most obvious. We're do what? Like, I feel like we usually make the transition just like quick where we're like talking logistics. Like, all right, so we should be done by this time and we got to go. And yeah. then you hit, you hit start and you're just like. But this was like slower or something, and we, <laughs> you could just see both of us kind of being like, All well, right, okay. There was also uh, a false start. Guys. Yeah. We're letting you, re- we're, re- we're really letting <laughs> you guys behind the curtain. I know you've always wanted to be behind this curtain. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty much. You're pretty. You're, it. You, the whole podcast should be called Behind the Curtain. Oh. But that definitely sounds like you're you're showing someone your butt or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not the shower curtain. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I forgot there were other curtains. <laughs> it, it's not really a curtain. The shower curtain? Yeah. I guess daylight is the nudity of space. What? 
fuck? Some people understood what I meant. What I'm saying is you draw the curtains on the windows because sunlight is coming in. Uh-huh. Right? Because okay. it's, it's getting too hot in here. I'm going to close the curtains. Mm-hmm. And then you close a shower curtain to cover up your nudity. Yeah. So new sunlight is the nudity of space. Of space? <laughs> yeah. So it's coming in from space. Here's Here comes the rays of dick. And the rays of ass. Oh, okay. And the rays uh, of... Can I, I'll actually... <laughs> all right. You're the only person who can be with me, and I love you. That's not to say I don't think other people would enjoy me, but no one. No one can tame the tigre like you. Do I tame the tigre? I don't, I don't know I just mean like, it. you know... You can say tame the tigre. I can, but yeah. I'm choosing not one, to. One can say tame the tigre. What <laughs> I was trying to say, uh, I was going to shift into something a little bit more sincere mm. than uh, sunlight. Than dick the, rays? Dick rays. Rays of dick. Rays of balls. Thanks for bringing me back to that. Rays of balls. Rays of balls. You know, if you go to New York, it's really hard to find the original rays of balls pizza. <laughs> Oh my God. I just like I really love you and the feelings in my body that this riff The original Rays of Balls giving, pizza is on 11th. It is just not It's, it's not, uh, East this, 11th. This riff is being rejected by my body. Like it's I It's like know, an organ transplant like it didn't take. It didn't take not a single word of it. Not any of it. I am <laughs> Loving it so much. I Your am... non-enjoyment of it is making it better. <laughs> that original Rays of Balls pizza is on 11th. Is, I'm like ready really... to retire. I'm like, I did it. I, I figured out comedy. I want to be really clear. I it. don't. It's not that it's a balls joke or that it's a dick joke. Yeah. I just, I can't. I can be clear about that, but the rest of it I can't explain. I just hate it. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> what was I, I won't rem, I won't forget my my son thing. I'm going to say my son thing. Mm-hmm. But while we're on the, I'm going to write down son. Uh, while we're on the topic of great jokes, did you can, do a little doodle there? <laughs> that's a drawing for the for the script I'm writing. Oh, cool. Uh, for like the it's it's look look look. look I don't that's let everybody too behind, behind the that's curtain. Too behind the curtain. <laughs> well, I don't like talking about things until they're announced, but that is a symbol for a kind of resistance group and a script that I'm writing. Did you? That I actually already wrote. That's a great feeling. Did you make that up? I made that up. Yeah, that's cool. Well, it takes place in the future, and I was like, "What would the symbol for a, a certain religion be in the future?" Yeah, I like and it. And I was like, "What? If, what if it was like that?" And uh, everybody likes it. Any hoozle goozle. Uh, I we're watching Impeachment, mm-hmm. which is the Monica. I forgot her name. I'm just kidding. It's like the most <laughs> iconic name, Monica Lewinsky. Um, you know, sex sex scandal yeah. told from or present really impeachment and uh, abuse of power scandal. Uh huh. And that's sort of the point of the show. Is I'm I'm a try I'm a I got, I'm a I'm a man, um. and I grew up in that time, so I know it as the. The sex scandal. As the Monica Lewinsky The Monica scandal. Lewinsky like, scandal. Not the Bill wrong. Clinton scandal. Yeah. Oh my God, we just stepped into fertile ground. Yeah. There's all these turnips growing under our feet. Mm, the worst vegetable. Hey, I'm Lithuanian. 
And I agree. <laughs> they and are I approve so this message. <laughs> Lithuanian. And I've been forced to eat a lot of turnips and so many more beets than all of you combined. Okay, but... Let me go. No, go ahead. No, Let's you not ahead. get into root vegetables. I have too much to say about root vegetables. Well, a Japanese sweet potato. Brother, that's just a sweet potato. No disrespect <laughs> to Japan. But uh, I feel like Whole Foods could be moving these Japanese sweet potatoes. People are like, is it different? No. No. It's exactly the same. There you go. This is a free podcast. Go ahead. If you're at Whole Foods right now, Tim, mm-hmm. go ahead and pick up that Japs. Uh, Jap- oh, you can't say that. I didn't mean. I was just trying to abbreviate words, but I forgot that that was a slur. Oh, God. Do we have to edit that out? I think that was earnest. Yeah, that was Okay. Fair. I caught. Okay. I got. I, you know, I love abbreviating. Abbreviating. You did it, you did it yep. quick. We and, did it. Yeah. It's just, please don't it's, anybody. You caught yourself. Yep. Yep. Okay, I'm getting a flush of heat. I'm getting a flush of heat in my body. Okay. I'm getting a flush of heat. It's amazing that your body can heat up so quickly. Yeah. Well, I just had an embarrassment. Yes, hit it. And okay, I also, I'm going to write down the, the, the Paula Jones joke. Okay, Your, your sure. joke is so good. We're going to tell it. Um, I just, we were just at a co-ed baby shower where that I knew. That sounds sexual. Like it's like what? when you say it's, it was co-ed shower is all I heard. Okay, well, baby is an essential word in between. Yeah, us. and baby is a word people throw around in the bedroom. I didn't make up the world, but it's fucking weird it over is here. Weird that Mama we do that. and daddy and baby are all in the bedroom when the dicks are out and the pusses are moist. Oh wow! So I didn't start the fire. <laughs> God. I finally know what that song's about. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Um, so we were at this baby shower. I only knew like two people there. Um, and it was like in a cool house and whatever. And I like get a whole plate of guacamole and chips. And um, <laughs> I, love- I love that you have the loudest and the most scatterable, crunchiest. I and mean, I, who are you, Michael Richards, preparing for a pratfall in 1998? I this is excellent. I would have been because that was also that's also funny. Like it wasn't like like there was there was nice cheeses and like gluten free crackers. I saw a lot of I those just cheeses like kind of loose guacamole and a handful of chips, and immediately oh, went outside to look in the ice chest for, like, what drink I was going to get. This is the worst story. There's a table full of people. You called them the cool kids. They were the cool kids of well, the party. Well, this was a musician having a baby, so there were a lot of side-zip black boots, if you know what I mean. Yes, so these cool were the boot, beans. The boot wearers. The boot-wearing community. large table right by the ice chest. You know what I mean with a side-zip. There's one step down, what? which I yeah. did make. Yeah. I I Made noticed it. that there was a step, uh-huh. but I just landed on the wrong part of my foot. My bad ankle from when I sprained my ankle at 11 on a trampoline Everyone with my dad. Everyone knows what you mean on this podcast when you say you're bad ankle. I'm just kidding. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Keep going. Um, it just like is very, it's still like, you know, it's never the same after that. So I landed on the wrong part of my foot, rolled my ankle it's like Lamp. if your foot was you diving into a pool, you landed on your side. Yeah. And it was horrible. Yes. Yeah. And the guacamole and chips went flying. I saw them. And it's like that slow motion thing where you're like, oh, this is a, just a trip. Oh, no, I'm it's continuing happening. to fall. It's oh, a- no, this is a really big one. Yeah. Oh, no, everybody's seeing. And then 
There's chips and and guac Guac. falling, and I have landed in a puddle. I landed right into a puddle. Guac kind of sounds like, if a food sounded like a fall, it would be guac. Guac. I guacked. Oh, God, like Polly Shore is there going, Ah, you're munching on some grandage and you totally guacked. You (laughs) guacked. Because it's like a um, mistake of walk, like you were trying to walk and you guacked. And you guacked it up. I guacked. Um, yeah. You are guacked up. That's a funny thing to say if someone gets a little silly after they eat too many avocados. <laughs> oh. Sorry, guys. I'm totally guacked up. I blew an 08 on the guacamole. Forget it. I'm over here. Wow. I'm over here. Wow. I'm over here now okay. for the rest of the pod. Go okay. ahead. Um, so you fell, my love. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's okay. Thank you. I. But here's the thing. I do fall a lot. And often my most rea- my my most common reaction is to go I fell like I just say I fell like Phoebe and friends I don't know I just like what is your go to reaction you've fallen you're in shock you're embarrassed I don't really fall I, I I'm so tall I have fall. like 15 minutes before I'm at the ground <laughs> so I'm like should I grab that now nah, I'll get the next one should <laughs> I grab that no nah, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying the breeze you're you fall you're like I'm two so, foot six so yeah, you're like so you're short. down you're it's down. like a baby how a baby just like falls and then walks and then falls it like is. I, that is me yeah you splat on your bottom yeah and I I'm grabbing telephone wires and shit and I'm trying to do this thing where, because like what my reaction is, is to be kind of like what my mother would do. And I think what a lot of people would do. Your mom, look, what's her name? <laughs> Elizabeth. She really just looks like a mom to me. Elizabeth. It's, be- it's not Elizabeth. I'm going to call her Elizabeth to okay. cover her identity. I'm just kidding. I thought it was Elizabeth. <laughs> I mean, it is Elizabeth, but it's Beth. No one no, has I know, ever called her But Elizabeth. I'm being formal. Okay. Okay, I was worried it wasn't Elizabeth and it was just Beth, like how some people are just named Steve. Or Nate. Ugh. Be a Nathan. Have the dignity. I would change my name to Nathan. That would be weird. <laughs> so I could get a PhD and not just work at a hot dog stand called Nathan. <laughs> Nathan's is a famous hot dog. That was insane. Uh, so, Beth, if you hear this, I love you dearly. You are Christmas and your hospitality and your warmth and your fun and your blanket fort for the kids. And you're the best babysitter in the world. And you have the energy of someone who just fell <laughs> yes, all of the all time. All the time. And I think I would That's say that right. to her. I just That's be like, exactly You know, it. I love you. And you feel like someone who just, just you're, fell and you just... popped up. And then you were like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm so, I uh, just like, can you believe that? This is so weird. What are we going to do? Did you get guacamole? Where'd my guacamole that go? Is, my guacamole's down here. What are you going to do? It's a real breakthrough moment. Yeah. It's just like. Everyone so listening to this podcast knows your mom better now and how to interact with your mom better now than most people that know her. Yeah. It's like, treat her like she just. Just popped up from a fall. <laughs> and you just have to really <laughs> kind of laugh and, and engage and look and be like, and, be like oh, okay? and then ask, are you okay? <laughs> that is that is a solid oh, bit. Oh, I love her. It's She's a solid great. bit. Um, are you okay? So that is my my reaction to do that is to like get loud. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh. No, nope. I don't right. think anything happened. It, no, no, I, I, I think I stopped it. Let's find out. Here we go. Yeah, I'd stop. Yeah. No, I didn't stop. No, okay. But somehow GarageBand, st- I hit like, shit, <laughs> what button is that? Oh, GarageBand. Garage. I mean, it's not called the, ha- it's not the house band. It's the GarageBand. Yeah, it's not called the studio band. I just 
it stopped following the tracker, and that's going to make me filled with anxiety, just like your mother. Keep going. Uh, nice segue. <laughs> Very good. So anyway, but I did the opposite of what I wanted to do, which was pop up and be like, ah, I'm okay, Dean, you believe it? I just thought whatever. And I was just like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I landed in a puddle. Like, I was like kind of sad, but not like very sad. This is, I'm trying to riff enough to keep it away. When I've seen you fall, I just want to jump in a volcano. It kills me. See, it stopped falling. No, it didn't stop. It just stopped falling. Um, But... My two best friends were there, so then they like ran to my aid, and like the my my friend whose baby shower it was was like wiping my dress because I like had gotten all muddy, and then we laughed about it together, and then we made a bunch of life alert of life alert jokes. That's a real serendipity. Yeah, because you were talking about it with your mom. Did you bring up life alert? No, someone else brought it up. Because guys, my mom, I just went home from my mom's 80th. Oh, I can read lessons from my parents. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I didn't want to change the subject. No. But, uh, yeah. Oh, but here you were going to, anyway. <laughs> I thought you were done. No, I am done, I think. Yeah. Oh, just that it's like, so I I really do feel like I used to be embarrassed like that would have killed me at some yeah, you point. Yeah, you've grown. And there's like a nice thing about you being grew. in your 30s where you're like, I just can't give energy to this. Like, I yeah, I fall. And then we talked about this, the, the welcoming prayer, which is really fierce in the best way as a practice. I've started saying the welcoming prayer uh, at the top and of my meditations and then usually in the middle of the day because mm. I've started filming uh, Smallwood, which is so fun. And it's a, it's a, a lot of work, you know. So the welcoming prayer uh, for those who we we did it a couple of weeks ago, but it's basically having the attitude of welcome, welcome, welcome. I welcome everything that comes to me today because I know it's for my healing. Yeah. And then you list everything, and then you let go a bunch of desires. And and that what I said when you told me the the falling story on the way home because I didn't see it was like um, I'm losing my train of thought because I was like, oh, you're I'm putting your pa- no. No. Sorry. No, sorry. 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 I, I started thinking about like, oh, she's putting on her Apollo. Don't don't get distracted. Cause that'll that honestly I was like, cause she'll feel bad. And then it was like when when you're trying to remember what you were gonna say, but then you realize you're not even trying to remember what you were gonna say. You're just yeah, you're, you're just, just looking up. You're just going, um yeah, oh, that's and what you're happens. not even doing it. That's what happens every time I'm trying to remember what I say. Uh, uh, what now, I'm thinking yes. when I'm like, oh, I almost have it in my brain. I'm only yep. completely it's, from like it's a com- it's an empty airplane <laughs> hangar. There's not even dust in there. Just a dark gray airplane hangar <laughs> and the sound of like. I am so. I've never. No, yep. that's not true. But I am so appreciative of this solidarity right now because I feel that way. Yes. I can't do it while someone's looking at me and waiting no, for me. No, it's I like never peeing could. at the ballpark in that big trough. Well, stop I can't looking at my ding that, ding. But... Stop looking at my ding ding. Uh, it just takes a lot of uh, concentration. You have to reset. And hosting a podcast has helped me. You need to acknowledge, wait, I'm not actually trying to remember, and then start trying to actually remember. Yeah. Any hoozle woozle, I was going to say, I don't like falling, sun, raise balls, raise of balls. <laughs> no. No, wait, no, 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 too far back, Let it go. too far back. Um, uh, oh, welcoming prayer. Yeah. And I said to you, um, when you do the welcoming prayer, which I, anybody, give it a goog, I won't recite it now, but give it a goog, um, if you're interested, you just have this different attitude, like... 
I, I noticed that because I'm at work now, I'm, I'm having a lot more human interactions. Mm. Maybe someone interrupts you. Maybe someone, uh, they're going around and everyone, this is fake. Everyone going around sharing your favorite breakfast cereal. And for some reason, they just skip you. Mm. None of this happens. I'm just saying like things like this happen. Mm-hmm. And when you do the welcoming prayer, you actually start to believe it. You yeah. go like this little humiliation like you falling, mm-hmm. I welcome it. Yeah, this is good because you 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 make a contract with the universe that you're going to welcome everything that happens that day. Yes, and it's so crazy how susceptible we are mm-hmm. to uh, influence, even self influence. Mm-hmm. And you go, I welcome everything that comes to me today because I know it's for my healing. The next thing you know. Um, again, a fake example. No one told you it was lunch and you just didn't eat lunch or whatever. Yeah. And you're just like, you know what? I asked for this. Yeah. I asked for every situation, every person, every condition. I let go of my desire for power and control, Mm -hmm. which you realize so much of your suffering is in the course of a day, Mm -hmm. uh, the loss of power and control. Of course. I mean, it's almost all of it. Of course. You're just mad because you lost your power and control. So when you start the day with that prayer, and it really is just like a good old-fashioned, old-school prayer. It doesn't have like, Mm -hmm. dear Jesus or anything, but it's a prayer. It ends with amen. There you go, 50%. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it changes the whole framework on the day. I, <clears throat> what, was, what was I going to say when I was like, I don't want to change the subject? Or, oh, yeah, that was... Uh, for fudge, for fudgeness. And this has to be a fast one. We don't have, we don't have time for this shite. I know. Can I, well, can I say one more thing about the falling? Of course. Or you know? Oh, um, Bubba, that broke it. You uh-huh. fell and now you feel like you can't even tell the whole story. <laughs> Please, can I? No. Um, I, what really saved me, well, there's a couple things. So I had told you that like the last few days I've just noticed I've been in like a vainer state of mind than I usually am where I'm like trying to like look good and like wanting to post more and get like comments and it just is very. You've also been, because I'm working, you're getting up with Lee every day and I think the times that I'm tempted to do that stuff and have like grown-ups talk to me yes. is when you're more tempted to go on social and stuff. Yeah, there is something to like not wanting to feel like a, only a mommy all day. Like I oh, yeah. feel like a vital, like desirable woman. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, thank you for that. You want to feel plugged in. Yeah, and, um, and so that is like beautiful. Like I was like, I've been noticing, like mindfully noticing that I've been feeling this way. And I even said to myself last night, like I was like, really, this is okay. You can allow this, but just know that you're building a house of cards on a windy day. Like this, this building of my image is just, it would just take one person being like her. And like yeah. it just blows the whole thing yeah. down. Yeah. So it's just like be mindful and know that. And then that in that context, the fall is so funny because it's like my body, my true self, the universe being like, all right, just let's have a humiliation so yeah. that we know <laughs> that re- what really matters in this moment, not that like we're like that you were had this perfect image of being like this cool, sexy person at this party, which I don't think I did anyway. And then you fell and it ruined. Like that's one way of looking at it. But really what it did is like, it brings you back down. And then my friends, my sweet friends came rushing to my aid. Yes. They nurtured me back. Good episode, Valerie, to quote my own book. Yeah. The things that we don't want to happen make 
the day a good episode. Yeah. And it's a good episode of Valerie. And it includes a moment that I w- wouldn't even want to see you falling on your on your beautiful bottom. <laughs> Thank you. But then um, it leads to the friends rushing over. And and then and like that's friends like friends is such a big part of it for me because it's even when I used to be so much more socially awkward and I still can be. And I had specific friends who we just that was our bond. So even as I was having a really awkward interaction, I was thinking like, this is okay because now I have a funny story to tell my friend Kat. Like, mm-hmm. so friends is just like a key part of it. And then well, it's in relationship. This, yeah, exactly. And in this case, my friends came rushing to my aid, nurtured me, mirrored me, and then laughed and did bits about it with me. Yes. And that's like the healing community. And then you're just like, oh, right. This is the only thing that matters is that when you like fall in a puddle at a party, you have relationships with people who are going to be like, or if they're not there, you can tell them afterwards and they're that's right. they're going to laugh with you and be with you. And that's the well, only thing that matters. This is going to sound too deep for what we're talking about potentially, but that, welcome to the show. Um, I think it's Teresa of Avila said, first comes the fall, then comes the recovery from the fall. Both are the grace of God. I think it might be Julian New- uh, Norwich. Julian of Norwich. Son of a... Katie, edit that out. Um, no, uh, I. it's worth a goog. I think you're right. Julian of Norwich. First comes the fall, then the recovery from the fall. That is the welcoming prayer. Yeah. That's just another way of saying the welcoming That's prayer. That's it, yeah. It's like the fall is also the grace. Yeah. And it and it leads to the friends and the learning and the and the and the, all of it. Yeah, it's, and it learns to it teaches you how to welcome everything. Yeah. And that is such a perfect metaphor for the pattern of life like you're at a party you think you have your idea of what this is going to look like yes and before you know it you've fallen flat on your ass in a puddle yes and then what saves us each other yeah our relationship with each other and our just like total acceptance of the circumstance and that's why we've talked about this before but you know being completely isolated is re- is as bad as smoking they say mm. uh, it's it's we need to be in relationship and i say this as a as an introvert i know i'm a big flab gab on this show but you know given my choice if you were like you can either go to like a beach party or be in like a hermitage both are in maui i'll take the hermitage mm. uh and and that's that's just a little that's a little behind the curtain my curtain <laughs> my own personal curtain uh, I, I want to get this riff out. When I, when you said co-ed baby shower, and I thought it sounded sexy, and then you kind of shamed me, remember? I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you said, yeah. that's weird because it's babies. I was like, yeah, but picture Vince Vaughn saying it. He's like, yeah, there's going to be a co-ed baby shower. <laughs> like, he means beautiful babies. It's going to be beautiful babies in there. It's going to be co-ed. There's going to be suds. I can't quite <laughs> yeah. do it today, but that's my defense. I love, um, I I also, love that your, fence, your defense is something that Vince Vaughn would say. Uh, in V. Vaughn versus the United States. <laughs> um, let me just say that I remember what I was going to say, which is life alert, which is... Oh, right. So I went home to see my mom for her 80th uh, birthday. I was only in Boston for two nights, but it was a perfection. Uh, and it was actually like a, a really, really great visit. Mm-hmm. Like it was folly, like autumn mm-hmm. not your kind of fall. And uh, <laughs> Does that have to soon. be my kind of fall? Yeah. Too soon. Yeah. It happened too soon. literally it was, an hour ago. My butt ago. is still wet. Yeah. My butt is still it wet. It is. My dress is still wet. No, I'm speaking as you. I, 
I know. No, I know. Um, <laughs> so anyway, it was a lovely visit. I, I enjoyed every part of it. The birthday party. Like my parents were just in the... My parents are like a million side Rubik's Cube. So you never know what's going to work or not work. Uh, and never know what you're going to get. Yeah, they are a box of chocolate. <laughs> and I got like the most grateful, engaged and like loving and interesting and like social... Um, version, <laughs> and by the way, I can relate. I'm a million sided Rubik's cube too, and I and we just lucked out. I was in the right mood, they were in the right mood, and everybody everybody won, and the whole trip was great. But my mom keeps eating it, like she keeps falling, mm-hmm. and um, that have a type. I that is so. <laughs> I'm touching my cheeks like Kevin McAllister, and I'm just sort of like noticing. <laughs> How my breath feels like more nutritious now. Like every breath is like more vital (laughs) because that is so funny. It's not just funny because it's funny. It's funny because like the history that I've shared so much on this podcast. (laughs) It's like an insider. It is a delicious. I'm going to say it. It's as funny as the original balls of (laughs) Ray of Balls pizza. Okay, well, no. I know, I ruined it. I ruined it. So anyway, my mom keeps falling. She's okay, but she does keep falling. And she's always texting me these huge texts, which, of course, she signs mom. um, Where she's (laughs) like... the ground. (laughs) Well, no, because she never has her phone on her. No. So the issue is she'll get up. My parents uh, sleep in separate rooms for many, many reasons. Not because they don't like each other, but for uh, many reasons. So my mom was getting up and she stepped in the laundry basket and she fell and and then she was just like hanging out in the laundry basket for a long time. I think this is funny only because she's okay and when she told me she was laughing. Yeah. I understand that people get sensitive about this. I tried to talk about it on stage and it turns out like people do not want to talk about the fragility of their parents. Yeah. I think it's funny. Yeah. They've been morbid my whole life. Um, I opened on stage this was the other night at Largo. I was like, I just did the most Halloweeny thing you can do, which is I visited my two 80 year old parents mm-hmm. and I called it a house of death. I was like, I thought that was so funny. Yeah. Um, but that might be because like I'm constantly listening to Ramdas lectures where he's just like, yeah, we die. Like you die. Like it's mm-hmm. like a lot of death work mm-hmm. has been going on. And when you do a lot of death work, you're ready to do bits yeah. about death that just might be a little jarring. I completely understand. Yeah. I'm the strange one in that equation for sure. Uh, anyway, so I, it's funny that you mentioned or that your friends mentioned Life Alert because I was like, Mom, we got to get you something. Mm. And this is going to just lead to a tip that mm. I was so happy I figured this out. Uh, and then I'm going to read the lessons I got from my mom. So I'm going to tell you something I, nice, everybody, I did for my folks. And then I'm going to read the funny sort of not mean, but, you know, list of things that I wrote down to myself at the airport. So first, Apple Watch. Apple Watch. Apple Watch. Sponsor of this podcast. I looked at... I don't have an Apple Watch. I don't want an Apple Watch. In fact, fuck Apple Watch. Yeah. Fuck you, Apple Watch. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want Apple shackles. Can I put an Apple Watch on each hand so the second a text comes in, it can ruin my dinner? Fuck you, Apple Watch. (laughs) Also, thank you so much, Apple Watch. Mm -hmm. What a miracle, Apple Watch. I don't happen to want one. But here's my mom. She keeps collapsing. And it really probably is more of a collapse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> than like a fall. It's not like a trip. It's like it's a crumble. Like a cr- it's a crumble. It's that, that uh, house of cards on a windy day. <laughs> yes. It's a house of cards on a windy day. Uh, she's she, So I was like, oh my God, you have a phone. We'll get you an Apple Watch. And I thought this was genius because Life Alert, 
life alert, I've fallen and I can't get up, right? Mm-hmm. You push it and you call out to a base station. Mm-hmm. It's like an Alexa. Mm-hmm. It's like in the other room. You have to yell out. Mm-hmm. And you know how old people are really loud and have mm-hmm. strong voices. That it was stupid. I was it's like, have an, a dialect from the fifties. Like it's a different dialect. What do you mean? Is I just feel like robots now. Oh, it's not a robot though. Oh, it's not like an Alexa. No, someone answers. But what I mean oh. is, it's the base station. Oh, it's it's a in person. the living room. She falls in her oh, bedroom. You have I to see. yell down like. Hello! Like, okay, it's got it's, it. I'm not sorry, life alert. Shots fired. Yeah. But she needs something that she's always going to have on her and the Apple Watch. There we go. I just feel like a lot of people that listen to this probably might be around my age. Who knows? Might be, who, I don't know. I don't have the op, the, spec, the spectrum. I don't know. No, you do have the spectrum. You don't. <laughs> oh, you are such, you are the queen of mean tonight, and I have front row seats, and I, no, I'm, I'm fucking charged with life how funny you are <laughs> it's just i for people out there nobody told me i had to figure it out i'm happy to share it yeah. i was like we're gonna so i have someone i'm gonna keep you guys posted tomorrow i got the tech guy from gordon college because it turns out there are no house call it's a million dollar idea by the way yeah. house call tech companies that will go and set shit up for old people I'm, I'm giving this, this I'm giving this free idea out yeah. because I want it to exist. Yeah. It should exist. How is it? I was looking thing? for it. Paige was looking for it. We couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. So I asked Mark Stevick. He hooked me up with another Mark that works at Gordon, and he's going to go to my mom's house and set it up. It's a lifesaver. So I'm stoked, stoked, stoked. And now that I've told you the nice thing and the pro tip, lessons from my parents. If we seem rushed, it's because we have to wrap up kind of soon. Um, but I'm. This is one of my favorite episodes. Me too. I'm L-O-V-I-N-G, this one. <laughs> oh, and then I have my serious point about the sun. I'll do the thing about the sun first. Do you ever, like, look at a sunbeam and, like, go, holy fucking shit, this came from the sun? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, it's been a long time. Like, we all go, like, the sun is beautiful. It's coming through the bathroom window in the morning. Mm. Wow, beautiful, warm day. That shit came from the fucking sun. It came from space. It's a space beam. It took years, hundreds of years. It wow. it traveled through the void. Uh-huh. It traveled through a good portion. I know this isn't mathematically correct. <laughs> good portion of infinity mm. to get to Earth mm. just to like warm up your rhododendrons mm. or warm you up on the beach and you're just like it's a little overcast that's fucking flashlight light from space <laughs> yeah it's fucking insane well i have a whole that's relationship a with the sun down. too where like i really do feel like this is so cliche but here you go it's a very personal thing so don't call it cliche that's not nice um, i feel like the like God has always communicated to me through the sun in like like feeling you mean the warmth. Jesus? Yeah, or God. I'm just I mean, kidding. The sun has two meanings. Oh. <laughs> um but also yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um like I when I'm trying to remember God, I like turn my face towards the sun and feel the warmth on my face and it like feels like kisses. And I'm like, that's how I know that I'm connected to God. That hundreds of years ago was the sun. Yeah. Or like, like the light through trees or sunset or whatever. Like it's all just like, it's almost like I, like I'm a sun worshiper. Like I use the sun as the avatar for God because it's like this big bright light in the sky. Um, 
And it's, it is unbelievable when you just get down to the material science of it that that's... It's 92.1 million miles away. Yeah, the sun is a massive incandescent gas, a giant nuclear furnace where hydrogen is something into helium. It, it takes. It equals in, uh, this is this is horrible for me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, no, <laughs> I'm just trying to read this while you're singing. A lot of facts. I it thought, takes 8.3 minutes for light to travel from the sun to Earth. Oh, that's not as fun. I thought it took years. I thought it was definitely light years away, but it's not. No, it's, it's ninety-two million miles. Shit, the bit would be so much funnier if it was like a really it travel. It is. Yeah. It's ninety-two million miles. Well, if you think, I about- mean, that's a quite a few trips from here to the Vermont Fun Spot. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> if you think about stars are light years away, and how much smaller they are than the sun. That's right. That's right. Okay. So we know space. We know space. I also we love doing bits space. about space because yeah. we're in space. And there, I don't think there's anything better than laughing and laughing at the infinite conundrum Yeah, that we always forget. Mm-hmm. Like science, like I love science, but I think you need poetry and art to really drive home, yeah. to get past the math and the graphs and the diagrams and the, and the maps. Mm-hmm. You need art to be like the movie Gravity, uh, Gravity, Moon. I need those things to be like, oh, right. We're just in like. This is insane. It's insane. Okay. So here are lessons from my parents. I wrote it down the day I left on uh, at 9 p.m. Don't forget you could be wrong. That's just a general thing. I always, I'm like, I want to frame it. Yeah. When you get older, just don't forget. Yeah. You might be wrong. Yeah. And that's good for all of us. Mm-hmm. But especially when you get old, I think it's literally just neurologically, the grooves get deeper mm-hmm. in your brain mm-hmm. and you just, you're less open to th- to being wrong. Stay open to new ideas. You are not your opinions. I noticed my dad uh, when he would, th- I think they were talking about whether or not Michael Jackson was better than Sammy Davis Jr. I know. <laughs> and uh, I just noticed that that thing that Eckhart Tolle talks about where like you... You, you, when you're really identified with your ego, your ideas and your beliefs are you. Mm. So when someone offends your beliefs, you actually respond as if someone's like holding a knife to you. Mm. So I was really like, you're not your opinions. I know we've said that a million times on this podcast, but like if I'm like, no, Ramdas is great, and someone's like, Ramdas is a fucking drug addict weirdo, yeah. like I just have to be like, whoa okay like, you know what i mean like i don't have to be no, like you've, you've so... wounded me today sir it's so hard i even take like movie people like if there's a movie that i love that somebody doesn't like i take that so personally absolutely like you don't like me then you don't like me <laughs> that's right that's that's how it felt to be young because yeah. I was like, if you don't like The Simpsons, you don't like me. Because yeah. you're making your little mosaic of identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not you, guys. The pre- the presence is watching that. You have a deeper identity. You have a better identity, which is basically the plot of Harry Potter and every fairy tale ever. But uh, Harry Potter sucks. I'm just kidding. Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter so much. Oh, my God. Um, watch out for all or nothing statements. Not everything is the best or worst of all time. Mm-hmm. We'd talk about actors, and then there'd be a pause, and my dad would just go... Jack Nicholson, the greatest of all time. I'm like, why does it? Ha- why? Why does it have to be that? And and then I go, if, and then you just know you go. What about Robert De Niro? I'd be like, ah, you just stare into space for forty minutes. It's because 
Sometimes you're in the mood for De Niro. Sometimes you're in the mood. Like yeah. you're a part of it's, the art. It's nuanced. It's, it's nuanced. nuanced. It's yeah. different. Yeah. And if Daniel Day-Lewis came to your house and did Hamlet just for you, you might be like, oh my, like we saw Billy Crudup in a one-man show uh, in wow. New York and we we're like, holy fuck, Billy Crudup. But you don't have to be like, he's the greatest actor. He, yeah. There's great actors. Yeah. Um, stop farting so much. That's on there. <laughs> Can I say going... My mom would crop dust right in front of my face. <laughs> my dad, too, just qu- quackers and crackers and <laughs> quackers, crackers... And just, ugh. And I was like, oh, my God. And your family's farts kind of smell like your farts. Oh, my God. Like, you're like, oh, these farts are related to my farts. Oh, and I was like, no. I got to stop. Uh, it's not cute. No. At least at least every third I'll, I'll Also, there's something <laughs> really haunting about an unacknowledged fart. Oh, yeah. There was no acknowledgement. I just really can't. That's like... You know what? It really is like this fundamental thing that I have in a relationship where if, if, and this is why you and I work so well, is you have such self-awareness. So if you do something like interrupt me or whatever, you are so, you'll call it out before I will. And I really feel like I can handle any behavior if there's awareness and that goes back to farts. It's like, yeah, you can fart in front Fellas, of me, if but you wanna, yeah. we got to talk about get it. Get conscious. And I understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can fart all day as long as you're like, this is disgusting. I'm really sorry. <laughs> well, it's funny. Now I am doing what we do, but I'm forcing a spiritual point on this. Mm-hmm. It's Ramdas would always talk about it's not what you do. It's who's doing it. Mm. I know it's ridiculous to tie this to farts, but it made me think of it. And yeah. and a lot of the great traditions, Taoism it comes to mind. It's like it's not what you're like, like the brain and basic sort of common, nothing wrong with it, but common morality and purity codes is really interested in what you're doing. But there's a deeper level of like you can be doing a lot of things in a lot of ways yeah. and you can do great things in shitty ways. Yeah. I think that's a better way to come at it. Like yeah. someone can give you a gift and mm-hmm. it just feels shitty because it's yeah. not aware. It's not conscious. Yeah. And you can do like on set, like some of me and the other actors have like kind of like a roasty vibe, but it's love. Yeah. It's like because we're being conscious. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mean spiritual. I just mean we're being deliberate. Mm-hmm. Um, have someone objective smell your house. <laughs> every room. Because as you get old, you stop noticing things smell like shit. <laughs> Um, that's just real. It just turns out old people's houses smell. I think you just get like your tolerance goes way up for like bullshit because yeah. getting old is a bunch of bullshit. Mm. So like, but that should be a service. People that set up tech for old people and just house smellers. And and that's what sons are. I went in the bathroom. And I was like, dad, I think something's wrong with the pipes. Mm. And there was. And he was like, oh, thank God you told me. He didn't say thank God you told me. But he was like, oh, I think you're your right. Fantasy, in my fantasy. Thank God you told me. You know, Peter, I know I'm a complicated person. <laughs> and I haven't always been emotionally there for you. But I've done my best. You know, it all started. <laughs> it's just like a beautiful thing. Um, don't only have old people food, pickles and shit. Get some stuff for guests. Everything in my parents' fridge had been eaten out of the container. Yeah. And think about this. Like a hummus with like a knife cut. And there was like kind of like almost like how um, 
Bob Ross, mm-hmm. is that his name, the mm-hmm. painter, would paint trees like mm-hmm. with that knife. Yeah. Like everything of hummus had like a, a cut that and the color of another food yeah. that was also being eaten with the knife into the hummus. Oh, and it's like, I'm not eating this. If you think when you when I read that one, I thought about how Rob Bell, our friends, Rob and Kristen, like I always was amazed. They're just one of like I have other friends that are like this, but. I was always amazed that they just had such, like, thoughtful, like, such a thoughtful variety of snacks any time we went yes, to their house. Yes, that's right. And it was, like, unexpected visits, too. So there's something about, it's like keeping the doors open, in a way. It's yeah. symbolic. It is. like, I'm going to have stuff gonna... in case a friend wants to pop by unexpectedly that's so right. that I can host them it's a sign. Yeah. And and by the way, my mom might be embarrassed by that one, but they, they take everyone they love out to eat. Yeah. They're just getting all their stuff on the outside. Yeah. So again, yeah. it's just like an older kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, and they, I mean, how often do I come and I'm like, you should have grocery shop for me. But it's more of like an attitude. The, the, other, the other house that comes to mind, and I've only been there once, but Dane Cook's house he has a fridge with a clear glass door. I've probably talked to you about it before. Yeah, I think so. Because it, so it looks like a Seven Eleven. So there's his fridge, and there's like another fridge. Mm. It's just beverages. Yeah. And it's every beverage. You're like he has Orangina in here. I think he had Orangina. <laughs> I've never even heard of that. That's what he is like a retro beverage. Like you're just like your mom would love it. There's probably Tab in there. You just think my mom. Loves I know. Tab. I think she your mom feels like a lady that would drink Tab again. <laughs> Beth, if you hear this. Um, okay, let's get to the sweet part and then we have to get out of here. Yeah. This was awesome. I love this chat. I'm all wound up because mm-hmm. I just did my first week of shooting. Yeah, give a little update on how it's going. It was awesome. I love the cast. I love the crew. I love the writers. It's just exactly what it looks like. If you watch a multicam sitcom and it's like, that looks fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. You say something, I say something funny. I say something, then you say something funny. Yeah. And and you move around, you get the milk. Mm-hmm. I'll grab the milk and put it in the fridge. And I'll so go cute. through the door, like the swinging door to the kitchen. And yeah. uh, run up the stairs. And the stair, you know the stairs. You come in the house and there's a stair and it honks left, mm-hmm. going up to the bedroom. It's just really, really fun. And it's really, really funny. And uh, I hope everybody likes it. But I'm really... Really enjoying doing it. Let's do your Paula Jones joke. Uh, th- that was all to say, this is why I'm all amped. And I think the podcasts will probably be really funnier, like this one, because I'm just in complete uh, momentum. Yeah. I can't, st- like, all I do all day is think about jokes and perform. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's really kind of a fun and f- in the flow, creative time. Yeah. So, I'm excited. We're going to keep doing this podcast, uh, which is not going to be easy, but we're going to keep it up. Um, and tell you, so we talked about impeachment and Paula Jones. Well, we were talking, we had two big laughs. Yeah. During watching impeachment the other night. And you tell yours first. What was mine? The like, so we're watching an episode where the grand jury is questioning. Oh, they're questioning Monica Lewinsky. And I didn't know a grand jury was just like regular people get to ask you questions. And it is like, they, they make it seem like they can like. Interrupt. Be as blunt and state of opinions. Like yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, like, just like say you're stuff telling like, me that. <laughs> I didn't know what a grand jury was. Apparently, it's forty Very people that get to just be like, "So wait, you hid the bodies in the woods? <laughs> Have you ever seen a movie? You know what I mean? <laughs> stuff like that." But it's Monica Lewinsky, 
And my bit that just killed us. It's not going to do as well no. here. But they're asking her all these questions like, why did you keep the dress? And like, what were you thinking? And they're and all like, being very hard on her. That's she, the whole point. She was, Bill Clinton was married. Are you a home wrecker? All these terrible questions. And then I just went, oh, and they were like, what were you thinking with Bill? She was like, he was my sunshine. Like I was in love with him. Yeah. And then I went, I have a question. Monica, do you think by any chance at the end of all of this, uh, Bill denying he'll he'll come back and say you are the love of my life and you guys will be together? <laughs> it's not it's not as funny. It was but so in, in the middle of the scene being us. like, do you think maybe he actually is this in is, love with this you? This is all gonna work and out. And he's gonna leave Hillary and he's actually gonna come and be with you? Like because it kind of sounds like maybe he is your sunshine <laughs> and you just need to ride this out and he's just being political and saying like he didn't like you, but he really does. Like that would be the funniest. Because it just wouldn't be helpful to anyone. No, it helps no wouldn't one. Wouldn't help the case. Doesn't move the case forward. It's, not, it hurts but her just feelings. Like somebody kind of, like holds out for love. It's like a bad. It's like a bad uh, idea to give somebody. Yeah. Maybe he's just saying he didn't. Uh, actually like you for political reasons. Maybe yeah. he does like you. Yeah. Like, thank you, Jim. Oh, and so then the other one was Paula Jones, uh, the, the actor. That show, you know, there are a lot of prosthetics. And she's going in for a nose job on the show. Well, and like American Crime Story is just kind of like a parade of prosthetics. Yeah, yeah. Like, this fake is your, the third season. Clive Owen has a huge fake Bill Clinton nose. Yeah, and, and like the... Fake hair. The OJ one and the Versace yes. one, they're all just like... A lot of, lot of, lot of makeup work. Notable. A lot of good makeup work. But you can you can notice because you know what the actors look like. Yes. So you're like, oh my God, Fred Savage has a fake chicken glued to his head or whatever it might be. <laughs> And Paula Jones is going in for a nose job. And, the and certain, she has a huge prosthetic She has a big nose. prosthetic nose. And I had the doctor say, well, this is easy. We just have to rip this prosthetic nose off. <laughs> and then I go, I can see a seam. I, if I just lift that up, I can peel it off right now. I don't, I don't think we even have to put you under. And then Val said... We actually see a lot of people from this show. From this show. The hyper... We actually see a lot of people from this show. It was so fun. Like, I, I just have to twist it off. I think if I get a good pinch, I can just twist it off. Get a little makeup remover. You'll be good to go. This is outpatient. It was really, really oh funny. Oh, boy. You might, you might have had to be watching it with us, but... No, I, I can hear some people phantom laughing. Especially if they're watching it. I have a... Um, uh, think, I'm going to let Ramdas read a quote from Ananda Maima. Oh, perfect. I love her. Yeah, Ananda Maima is a great Indian saint. Uh, she, I think that might be exactly how he describes her. And this is going to be sort of out of nowhere, but I love these things that remind us of how close divinity is and how close our true self is after all of this like ball pizza talk. Uh, I'm. This is what I love too. I love remembering that uh, the mystery is looking at your eyes. The mystery is a sun in your belly. You're as close, you're as close as you remember you, yourself to be. Mm -hmm. um, so this is, this is from Experiments in Truth, one of my favorite uh, series of talks. You can get it on iTunes. Just a little excerpt from track one. And uh, we'll just, I don't even know when I'm going to stop it, but here we go. Like the other quote of Ananda My Ma. Are the words on one plane speaking about another plane? It's the finger pointing at the moon. 
And once Paramahansa Yogananda asked Ananda Maima to tell him something of her life. Father, she said, there is little to tell. My consciousness has never associated itself with this temporary body. Before I came on earth, Father, I was the same. I grew into womanhood, but still I was the same. When the family in which I had been born made arrangements to have this body married, I was the same. And Father, in front of you now, I am the same. Even afterwards, though the dance of creation changes around me in the hall of eternity, I shall be the same. Can you hear who that is? It's you. That's peace. Do you hear that? That's equanimity. That's peace. (laughs) Just the same. Loss, gain, fame, shame, pleasure, pain, life, death. Bloop, 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 bloop. Same. Boy, did you see that world end heavy, wasn't it? I'm challenging you now to get all three planes going. He reads a poem here. That's why I'm keeping it playing. So that you are honoring the ego and you're playing your part and you're in your role and you're doing it all perfectly. The soul that is running off its karmic tab. Okay, let me try and find the poem. Interesting. So good, I love that. Sorry, sorry, you guys are hearing this. When you start to personal history, by the way, including your. Oh, I can't find it. (laughs) Um, Sorry, but that you got. I mean, that's the juice. That's the juice, man. That's the juice. That's the juice. We's in the juice. We's in the juice, and he reads a poem called "Are You Looking for Me?" I believe it's called "Are You Looking for Me" by Kabir, Mm. which goes, "Are you looking for me? I am in the next seat." I just, I mean, just that first line. Mm. Here, Sorry, I accidentally hit pause, but that was perfect. We looked up the poem. Okay. Do you want to play the music, or are we just going to do it? Oh, yeah. Here, I'll uh, get the music. Should have done this while it was paused. <laughs> Should have done this while it was paused. Some people edit their podcasts, but that's not what you're going to get here. With We Made It Weird. You're going to hear well, every awkward... Editing is lying, guys. Yeah. We can't edit life. E- yeah. Editing is lying. Can't edit TV shows. <laughs> oh, my God. Here you go. Are you looking for me? By Kabir. Are you looking for me? I'm in the next seat. My shoulder is against yours. You will not find me in the stupas. Not in Indian shrine rooms, nor in synagogues, nor in cathedrals, not in masses, nor kirtans, not in legs winding around your own neck, nor in eating nothing but vegetables. When you really look for me, you will see me instantly. You will find me in the tiniest house of time. Kabir says, Student, tell me, what is God? He is the breath inside the breath. That's the juice. God, that's so beautiful. That's the juice. I love that it must have been the style, because 
Aziz writes about he'll Aziz? be like I mean <laughs> Hafiz on <laughs> sorry. Hafiz on sorry. Uh, Hafiz writes stuff like Hafiz says. No, I, I think that was the style. That's cool. That's what you were saying. Yes, yeah. the style is to like ask yourself questions and be like Persian yeah. poets. Yeah, um, the breath inside the breath. Beautiful. So it's like, what's breathing you? God, God is a placeholder word for the thing that's beating your heart, moving the stars, mo- installing the gravity. It's mm. the breath inside the in your breath. It's the mm. sight inside the sight. And it's not about doing anything. It's just about being and. Looking. And it's certainly not about being right or wrong or in or out. It's 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 as ubiquitous and as clean and as available and as true as your as the breath everyone's taking right now. Mm. Okay. Goodbye. Oh, wait. <laughs> Keep... We love this episode. Thank you so much. This is so fun. It... it was really fun, and it was really wound up, and Val and I just needed this time together, and we're so glad to share it with you. Crispy.